Welcome, everybody. <laughs> and the music started again. And the music started again. There we go. <laughs> We're good. That was not operator error. We meant to do that. <laughs> <laughs> this is our official. Yay! We're so excited. We are so excited. I have to owe Terry a huge thank you. She spent 76 tabs later figuring out how to get all this running. Yes, RSS feeds and who knew all that stuff, so... So. All right, so who are we? Welcome to the Healing Place Podcast. Podcast. <laughs> I'm Lauren. I am Terry. So tell us about yourself, Lauren. <laughs> Damn it, Terry. <laughs> I am a therapist at a dual setting, a private practice and an agency. I work with children, families, and adults, and I am working to become fully certified, but I'm now only specialized in dialectical behavioral therapy. DBT. DBT. Which we'll learn about later. Yes, we will. Yay. And what about you? I am a mess. <laughs> Never gets old. <laughs> I know. It's funny every time we've said it because it's so true. It's so true, but a cute mess. It is. So I have a degree in psychology. Uh, I've worked with kids. Lauren and I worked in a setting together at an agency um, in town. And I also have a PTSD diagnosis and have been doing a therapy called EMDR, which is eye movement desensitization and reprogramming for the past four years. I think we're on like session 102. Um, but I have complex trauma history, so it's been a while. But I'm so much better than where I was. Oh my gosh, yes. Yes. So proud of your strength. Yes. And have learned a lot through this entire process, not just from EMDR, but um, from relationships. Yeah, and from um, going through um, just doing a lot of research and reading a tremendous amount. But we'll talk about all that. So, so that's this, who I am. Oh, sorry. Yeah, you're fine. This podcast is really cool because we have it from a therapist perspective and a patient perspective in a sense, but she's also someone who has a psychology degree and has been in the field as well, which isn't uncommon. A lot of people who work in the field have dealt with or are still dealing with their own mental health stuff and have learned to help others through their own struggles. Absolutely. And oh. and I was pulled towards it. I mean, I was always pulled. After my trauma, I was pulled to get a degree in psychology. I even was considering going on and getting my PhD um, to do child psychology. Uh, took a child abuse course and said, mm, I don't know if I can do this. So I stepped yeah. away from, from that program. But um, yeah, definitely pulled towards it and pulled towards helping others. And so we'll talk about our great project. My dog, Sammy, has just become a therapy dog. I love her. She's so cute. She's oh. got some hot breath right now. But <laughs> We'll have her on the show so she can breathe. She is so cute. She's a good she's girl. She's a pretty little black labradoodle. Yes. She's amazing. She's awesome. And so we... Um, we're creating um, a project called Sammy's Bags of Hope, and so it's a giving back and helping kids with PTSD or trauma history. Um, so that's a cool project. We'll talk about that as well. Yeah, very All cool. Right. So what's our mission? Um, to shit glitter. Yes. And to laugh. Laugh to make it feel like you are sitting around a table of friends and kind of just getting support and advice yeah. and knowledge. It's not just mental health, I mean, it is mental health driven, but it's just laughter and full conversations yes. full of light and just healing. And we want feedback from listeners. Yes. If you have an idea, if you have a subject you want us to address, if you have questions, um, you can get a hold of us at... 
the healing place podcast at gmail.com or find us and like us on Facebook at the healing place podcast page as well which would be awesome because we we're at like 105 and we haven't even debuted yet I know we're so excited people are awesome they are awesome all right what else do we have going on on our agenda list well we started to talk about last time um about anxiety and my stupid program would not let us complete it so yes. we're kind of going to go back to it and really give a full conversation about it and some helpful hints and pointers from a person who's gone through it well both of us have gone through it but also a clinical standpoint of how you can really help yourself absolutely i think that's well. a great great introduction yeah so yeah. Um, you specialize in DBT, so talk talk to us about DBT. Oh, sorry, I got distracted. Um, <laughs> this will happen often, people. Yes. Just an FYI. I'm sorry, I'm a real person, so <laughs> those of you who think therapists aren't real people, you are so full of shit because we so are. Um, <laughs> so DBT is dialectical behavioral therapy. It is evidenced and research-based, which is huge for anyone who is looking for Strategies or techniques, that's a huge thing to kind of keep an eye out for. It's up and coming. It's hugely popular in metropolitan areas and kind of making its way to Ohio, which is hilarious to me that we're always the last to kind of do on-edge stuff. Um, So I have to kind of disclaimer it that I'm working on my final examination and some little components of it, but I have been training for about three years in it. Um, Got all my requirements basically done. So for all intents and purposes, I am specialized but not certified in. With that being said, (laughs) there are three components of it. You know, there's mindfulness, emotion regulation, distress tolerance, and interpersonal skills. Because a lot of the time when you have high emotion, high reactivity, and when it takes you a really long time to come back down from that emotion, relationships are affected. And people, you know, don't want to really deal with that, that up and down, that exhaustion. And anxiety tends to do that too. When you're anxious, you like you kind of maybe look a little manic or a little... So it's know. a matter... Is it is it a matter of keeping people... Uh, help teaching them skills... To keep at their baseline. To keep, to keep level. Yes. Which is where I've gotten... Yes. Or, if you get escalated, to return to your baseline relatively quickly. Yes. To no longer just dangle on the heightened emotion. Right. So it's pretty cool. And, for, and then... Or plummet and crash. Or plummet and crash. And even if you yes. do plummet and crash, it's okay, because we're human. Right. It's how do you pick yourself up after right. you crash. Okay. And that's, that's all what it's all about. Right. Resilience building. Right. And we're not going to go into every aspect of it right now, because, God, I could talk about it for, like, days and days. Right. It took me, again, three years to get there. Well, and this isn't, you know, a podcast just to promote one specific right. type of therapy, because you embrace as well. We do, um, we've talked about nature hikes yes. and how much nature is a grounding technique and we've talked about yoga and meditation and um journaling journaling i have my little coloring book of gel pens (laughs) sitting right here yes you know Um, even psychic meetings are huge and oh gosh we have to talk about that and how well spirituality and prayer and just having a faith even if it's in a tree having faith and believing that things will improve yes yeah i talked about that in my speech um, saying that i think the two things that got me through were Positivity uh-huh. and faith. And I said, faith means, I don't care. Well, I don't necessarily want to care, but it doesn't matter if it's faith in God, if it's faith in angels, if it's right. faith in a tree, like you just said. Faith in yourself. Believe in something. Yes. Because believing in something um, is powerful. Yes. Very powerful. Yeah. All right. Um, EMDR. Yeah. I'm going to talk about that yes, for just a minute. EMDR is, what, is the therapy that I do. And that's um, 
So Lauren has a cool bracelet on, in case you're hearing that. I keep hearing that oh, sorry. <laughs> the desk. Sorry. She's going to talk about that in a second, because it's a really cool oh, bracelet. Oh, am I? Yes. Okay. I just want you to talk about the spirituality okay. part of it. Okay, all right. Um, so EMDR is eye movement desensitization and reprogramming. And what that is, is I basically, it's, it was a form of therapy that, um, and I'm so, Dr. Shapiro, and I'm trying to remember the book that I read, and I can't remember. I'll, ha I'll have to find my book. I'll go pull it out in a minute. And um, she came up with this in regards to, to work with soldiers who have been returning from war um, and having a PTSD diagnosis. And it's a way to process complex trauma. And it's been really, really, really helpful for me to process all of the trauma that I've been through. So that is EMDR. Did you want me to talk about my yes. complex trauma history? <laughs> oh my God. You have to give them like a little background just to like right. the feelings you had in your neck and like the impulses on the bridge and then how it all ties in because right. that's a big deal. Right. Oh my God. All right. Prepare to have goosebumps. It's fucking crazy. Yeah. All right. Ready, set, go. All right. I'm gonna, so, so I'm going to go through my really quick like, like 30 second trauma history. Okay. All right. I mean, are you okay with that? Oh, of course. Okay, go for it. I'm writing a book about it. I'm putting it out there in the universe. The unicorn shadows. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> unicorn shadows. All right. Oh, my so, my trauma history. Um, an intoxicated adult attempted to drown me when I was age four, along with my one-year-old sister. I had um, molested for the first time, sexually molested for the first time by a 16-year-old neighbor when I was five, sexually molested by a 19-year-old neighbor when I was nine, repeatedly sexually molested when I was 10 years old uh, by a choir director, um, at 14 sexually accosted by a religious education director. Now, for the, those who don't know what that means, accosted means... Um, he cornered me in the basement when I was working at the rectory uh, at my church okay. uh, with the priest, the priest house, okay. um, and cornered me and... Um, basically stuck his tongue down my throat okay. and touched my, grabbed my breast. And okay. I had to, for the first time, I, I fought back and was able to um, yeah. get him to stop. Okay. I could never get the word stop to come out of my mouth. That's one of the things I write about is it was trapped. Yeah. Um, then at fifth, no, 16, I lost my virginity to date rape. At Later that same year, a gang of youth uh, jumped me and some friends down on the skywalk and again I was pushed into a corner um, and there were hands down my pants and up my shirt yeah. and um, just a sexual yeah. um, attack as well as physical. We were hit with nunchucks and one of my Jeez. friends nose, nose was broken. Then uh, an officer involved in that investigation asked my parents can I take you know Terry out for a celebration since we convicted 49 out of 50 of the gang members. Wow. Um, this was my junior year in high school. And my parents, of course, said, you know, well, yeah, you know, police yeah. officer taking her out. But he did not take me to dinner. He took me back to his apartment where he attempted to rape me. Okay. Then I was involved in a bank robbery when I was 21. A gun held to my head. Three months later, those same assailants who were not caught returned to our main office where I had moved to the accounting department. Only this time, um, one of the assailants would pull the trigger and murder my coworker. Good night, girlfriend. I, well, I'm still not done. <laughs> oh I had run. And I know you're not. I had run. Can you from, say it with me? Good <laughs> fucking night. 
I hear, I've, I've known this about it for what, three, four years, two right. weeks, whatever, and right. I'm like, holy hell, right. like this is survivalist to the to the nth degree right here. It's fucking yeah. phenomenal. A lot of a oh lot of panic started to ensue after that second robbery because after in the second one, I had run from the bank and came face to face with the the other assailant who pointed his Luger at me, which I just discovered in one of my research um, in the police report it had thirty bullets in it, but it misfired. God. Wow. Um, so yeah, so in one robbery I was trapped, another tra robbery I was in the wide open, so I have issues with being trapped and I have issues with wide open, but mm -hmm. work EMDR has helped tremendously. So that is my story. So kind of narrowing back in because that fit, the hand on your neck sensation. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's where it fits into the, um, the past life regression. Yes. That's where so we've discussed that um, in therapy the past three sessions. We've we've processed all this trauma, but I still have mm -hmm. I still have panic and, and pretty severe anxiety tr driving on highways and or bridges. Yes. Like if I get stuck on an overpass. Yes. Or, so we're still trying to resolve the last of that. Um, I no longer have panic attacks that just randomly appear. Mm -hmm. um, which is huge. Yes, it yes. is huge. That's a huge um, defeat. If I feel one coming on, I can get it under control in about three seconds, literally. Literally, because I saw it. It was yeah. amazing. I mean, yeah. it's so such a huge growth. For Just me. redirection, and yeah. I mean, I'll, well, yeah. we'll talk about the superhero yeah. thing. Um, so yeah, so that's where I got re I got way distracted. What was I talking <laughs> she about? Just leaned really close <laughs> to the computer. What it's kind of about? like the old woman who's like, "Hello, Patty, I can't hear you. Are you on the phone?" And then you're like. <laughs> Are you oh. on the phone, Patty? <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I love. I joke because I love her, but that's what it reminded me of. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking ridiculous. She gives me so much shit. <laughs> I'm surprised she's still my friend. But anyway, so the hand sensation on the back oh, of your Oh, yeah, neck. yeah, yeah. So in these past life regressions, it's been the same thing where... Um, uh, a male figure has had a grip on my neck, yes. and when I go into this EMDR, which is, I, I think of it as like a semi-hypnotic state. I'm very fully consciously aware, and it's not full hypnosis, but I go back into these, I go back into the the trauma of yeah. where I was, and so I've, I've gone back into two, and again, um, there always seems to be this, and so we... We couldn't figure out why every time I would go back into anything in mm -hmm. all of my sessions, I would always have a sensation like somebody had a very firm grip on my neck, particularly on the left side. Yeah. Um, and so we're starting to realize there's a connection. And remember that particular detail because when she goes into her past life story, I got chills. It's crazy. I think she was lying to me. I swear <laughs> to God because the story is crazy. And then yeah. the, the feeling of wanting to jump off something, but then yes. being pulled back. Can you give it? Can you give that little detail too? Yeah. So we, um, um, well, we had gone downtown Cincinnati to do the Flying Pig Marathon, uh -huh. the five k, and I had started it, and we had to go over a pretty high overpass, and I had a tremendous sensation pulling me to the edge of the overpass. I needed, yes. and I kept, and I, I got really, really scared, and I said, I can't. I can't do this because I'm having an urge to, to throw myself over the edge. Even though I have no suicidal yes. ideology, yeah, it was just I like was a just, like a like it was a, a pull, pull. yeah, that I couldn't explain. And so, that was um, a little over a year ago. Okay. And so I I got myself through it, but it really intrigued me and kind of I, like why when I get to the edge do I have that sensation? And so when we did 
the past life regression a couple a couple of weeks ago or a couple months ago um, it was like I had gone back in time to this place and I told her this week when we had therapy I don't know if it's necessarily a past life but it might be just my brain's way of trying to make sense of something okay. that I still can't yeah. quite face or, or yeah. get a grip on. And it gave you some kind of resolve. Yes. yes. And so it really, truly did because things have settled as far as bridges tremendously. Yeah. Like It's really come down. And again, whether it's related to past life or not, it's just that I'm, I processed something. Yes. But... Okay. With that being said, With that get being to said, the fucking story. I know. Because it's so fucking cool. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so, in this, I instantaneously was taken back to this place where I had darker skin. I was, I even said a word, and I can't remember what it but was. But we looked it up later, and it brought you to where? Yeah, it brought us, it brought me to the same scene. Yes. Yes, which From is where crazy. You, and you were, so how, did, so how did she do this? She put paddles in your hand so and yes. it's like back so and forth. I have paddles in my hand and normally I look at a light, yes. a light bar. Um, but this time I have my eyes closed because it can be, it can be sound stimulated. Yes. And so it's left, right brain stimulation. Yes. Mm -hmm. And so the paddles are like zzz, 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 back and forth <laughs> in my hand. And then or I watch the light or whatever right. it is. And then, um, so she prompted you with questions. Yeah. Well, it's pretty much a, yeah. Like, where you are know, you right look now? At, where are you right now? Look at your feet. What, what are you, what's on your feet? And I was like, I'm barefoot, even yeah. though I wasn't, um, you know, and go scan up your body, you know, what are you wearing? Yeah. And so I was basically in this forest uh -huh. and there was a woman and a little girl to the left of me and they were very concerned and they were begging these two men that were on either side of me to stop. Yeah. Um, and to the right oh, was a path. Oh, I have fucking chills because I know oh, no. it's coming. <laughs> the path to the right, and the gentleman to my left had a, like a spear or like a stick thing in his hand, and but he was the one that gripped me by my neck, and that was my father. Uh, okay, and now, so, hold on. Not my you, real dad. No, like, but do you remember where she said she had this sensation on her neck where yes. she felt a man grip her? Cue the memory, people. This right? is where it comes right in. So that was a so man crazy. in a past life that was gripping her yes. and leading her down this path. So that's where that first connection comes from. Right. And so I, but the gentleman to the right, the, the man to the right was the one saying it had to be done for the village. Yes. And so I was led down this path and um, we came to this clearing and it was this amazingly beautiful scene. Yeah. Like, like this clear clear beautiful blue water and it was like a curved I can see it now still a curved with a sheer drop off of rocks down below but um, a very small like from where the forest ended like this opening okay um, and so I was basically being told that I needed to go like sacrifice um, like sacrifice myself. yeah and I was resisting and so I always have tingles in my left Thigh when I start to experience panic attacks. She's not driving. in heat. She's not horny. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and or so, a machine might have been. Well, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Um, so we couldn't figure out the left tingling, the left tingles in my left leg either. So in this particular processing flashback, my left leg, I'm barefoot and I was pushing resisting as this person had this grip on my neck pushing me forward yeah and I could feel myself like fighting it and I was trying and my feet were scraping oh, along the ground and saying you know I didn't want to do it but I was being told that it, I didn't have a choice and yeah. so then everything went black okay and 
tears were just streaming down my face at this point. In the session, you started to cry. Yes. And your therapist was like, well, what's happening? What's happening? And, and you kind of, and you were black. crying and you said it went black. But then she said, I want you to step out of, I want you to step out of the body and look down on the scene and yeah. tell me what's happening. And so again, when I looked down on the scene and tears were just streaming and I said, she's just falling head over heels, like yeah. just flipping through the air. She passed out from fear. Right. And so yeah. that explains why I have a tremendous fear of passing out when I have severe panic yes. attacks. And that jolt to want to jump off something. Yes. Like it was in yes. your history to do so. Yes. And But what the really, really cool thing that blew my mind, and I loved it so much, and again, it was just who knows where it comes from, but all of a sudden I stopped crying instantaneously. Yes. And I said, and she was like, what's happening? And I said... She is in the therapist. Right. Sorry. Yeah, she, the therapist. <laughs> yeah. My therapist said, what's happening? And I said, the angels came and got her before she hit Oh, and maybe that's why you're so inclined with the angels and everything, yeah. which you, we haven't gotten to yet, but her and I believe in angels. We believe yeah. in that spiritual component, so that explains. Because I look at my angel so, painting. That, looks, that explains yes. so much. Is that your guardian angel drawing? Yeah. That's really yeah, cool. Yeah, a friend of mine painted that for me. That's really cool. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, pretty cool. So that was that was very oh, interesting. It helped it. me process a lot. Um, yes. Um, yeah. Cool. Like, well, that was one of my so, favorite stories. I'm so glad yes. you shared it. Thanks. Thanks. I have nothing cool. I'm fucking boring. <laughs> um, I went to a psychic who Terry recommended, and I mean, that was the coolest spiritual thing I've ever been through, but that's the only spiritual thing I've ever been I through. I loved some of the stuff he oh said to you, though. I it was mean... fucking scary. It was like, he said something like, you were destined to help, what is it, a million people in this yes. lifetime? And I said, how do you like talk radio? And I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> he was like, well, first he was like, how does that sound helping a million people? I was like, it's fucking exhausting. Right. <laughs> he was like, I see you on talk radio. And I was like, okay, so then cue the podcast. Here's where we are. Right. So, so we thought, well, let's just try and have yeah. fun with it and see where it goes and yeah. Get a following. And even if one person follows us, if we help that That's one person. So, well, we are. We know yeah. we already have because we put it out on Facebook and we've, we've had some really great positive yeah. feedback from a number of people yeah. that have have really and we have some cool guest stars you've already lined oh, so up so i'm going to speak about that real quick kind of fast forwarding on our little agenda um we went to a ted talk what was it two weeks ago yeah and it was our first it was actually a TEDx, TEDx talk TEDx but it's, Cincinnati. it's a variation of the ted talk right um and there were some amazing i mean everyone was just incredible they were um i had two maybe three favorites one of which was and pardon me if i'm saying this wrong siri imani um, she is, and her name is posted on our Facebook page. She will be joining us at some point once we get really up and going. She is one of the poets that, um, performed at the show and she was incredible. She spoke about uprising, about act, being an activist by, um, not just being complacent in your surroundings and really fighting for what you believe in. And I just found it such a touching message and the way in which she delivered it was beautiful. And what's, what's cool about that is, um, you know, when I came home and I was talking, I went into breakfast with, with my oldest son, and we talked about all the different speakers, and I said, what was interesting about her is that I walked away from that realizing we all look at things through different filters. Yes. I mean, her filter, uh. seeing it through her eyes, yes. through her filter, um, was just an eye-opening experience for me because I see 
these same issues, which she addressed yes. through such a different filter. Yes. From, from where I sit, not just in, in, in a race relations, but as, you know, econ or socioeconomic or um, any of any aspect of that. You just look at things coming from a different perspective. And so you, it's a matter of respecting yes. everybody's filter. Yes. And how they look at the world and what their experience. I mean, how I look at the world is so different than anyone else because of my well, experience. Well, it's perception. Everyone has a Absolutely. different perception. And I think that's kind of what we all struggle with is we want people to see it through our eyes. You know, how dare they do this to you or how dare they do this to us. But everyone sees it differently. And yes. that's kind of where our wires get crossed sometimes. And it's kind of sifting through the mixed messages to kind of come to a solid middle ground. Right. Something she said in one of her poems that I'm hoping she'll read on air or maybe a different poem with us is this generation isn't lost, we're angry, we're scared as hell. We're a generation losing hope, but we're not hopeless. Yeah. And that was just so beautifully put and so powerful. I mean, I got teary-eyed. I, I love hope messages. Yes. I mean. I, you know, I got super teary-eyed at the end of her poem. It was just a beautiful, beautiful poem. So I am super excited to say that she has accepted our offer to come and co-host and yeah. speak. Um, when and we have a couple other ones, too. We do, yeah. and a lot of other people I work with, you know, one of them is an autism specialist. You know, we have other people who are just, you know, light... Um, Light workers. Light workers, thank you. <laughs> if you don't know what that is, we'll go into that later when we talk about psychics. Um, and then we also have, we're at 25 minutes. <laughs> I'm trying to do it without saying no, that. <laughs> I, I mean, we're, we're human. We can, we can, we're, this is our first real over past 20 minutes podcast. We're really right. excited. We are excited. Because we want to do it every other week for about 40, 45 minutes. And we finally found software that we had to fucking pay for to get us to that point. So thank you, Terry. I'll, I owe you ten dollars, or was it twenty or something? I don't know, but I'll give you the money. Give me fifty. Fifty. <laughs> we'll call it after that. Highway fucking robbery. <laughs> but I'm really excited for her to come on and talk with us. Kind of um, going off of that. Yes, I see that. <laughs> I do. I'm going to get a bar of soap. No. I'm going to go to like the bathroom. It. I fucking love to fucking cuss. <laughs> oh, you my fucking gosh. little bitch. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, friend, when you're talking to children all day long, right. you got to let your freak flag fly. <laughs> and I do that by saying fuck. <laughs> right. Talk about radical acceptance. Okay. So that is a DBT skill. DBT skill. And I'm sorry. I talk pretty fast sometimes. I'm going to try and pace myself slower. All right. I feel like I am but Forrest that's not you. Gump. Just, just <laughs> I talk. feel like I'm Forrest Gump, friends. <laughs> Is that offensive? That's Probably. not offensive. Is that offensive? Probably. It's a movie. It's okay. You're, you're being offensive. It's okay. No! I'm, okay. <laughs> I am sorry if I offended you. I was just referencing the movie, not any type of I person. I gotcha. Anyway, so radical acceptance. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Radical acceptance. It's a beautiful, beautiful skill, and it's modeled by the monks. It is accepting anything that you don't have power over. And you practice it with a simple chant, um, a loving-kindness chant that I don't have on me, but we can do it next time. We can start our podcast next time with that chant. And it's basically just saying, I radically accept that I can't control what blank does or what blank is happening. I accept where I'm at, and I am at peace with it. Okay. So you're giving up control, and you're in return gaining power. All right. So it's really just being at peace with the things you can no longer manipulate or be tangible of. Okay. 
that kind of reminds me of that Ho'oponopono that I had done. Um, and that's kind of a cool little thing, too. I research everything and find all kinds of fun stuff, but the I'm seeing if I had it. I thought I had the um, um, little card here, but I don't have it. But that's, um, that is like four steps, and I'm trying to remember what it is. You say, like, I love you. Um, please forgive me for not understanding whatever it is, blah, blah, yes. blah. Yes, yes. Um, I'm sorry and thank you. Yes. Those are the four steps. Yes. They're pretty cool. I have to, did I ever show you this? This Unicorn Shadows. I created this for myself. Yes. I love this it. This quick guide for panic attacks and anxiety. I love it. I love it because um, here here are my ideas. Things that I've tried. While Lauren's looking for something, I'm going to talk about <laughs> um, smile. So even if you're not feeling, if you feel some anxiety coming on or some panic, Make yourself smile. Find a reason to smile. Even force a smile Love because it. you're going to you're there going is. to find relax yourself a little bit. Breathing techniques. Um, I do. There's two. There's the the four square, which is like four slow in through the breath, hold for four seconds. Four slow back out of the mouth, hold for four seconds, and so it's a four square. Think of it that way. Yeah. A little kitty proof way to do it if you have little children who also have anxiety is you teach them this method. Breathe in like you're sniffing a flower, blow out like you're blowing out candles on a cake. Oh, cute. So it's a nice little visualization of you're not supposed to go, right, or you're not supposed to just breathe in through your mouth. You're supposed to do one through one, and it's supposed right. to go a little bit slower. So the exhale is always slower than your inhale. Right. So. And well, and there's a rolling, there's a rolling one, which I actually find the rolling one a little harder to do because you, you never pause. So the rolling one is... In and then out. That's the one I do. It's so in relaxing. In it, it took yes. me a while. I didn't realize how much I paused between breaths. Yeah. So to do the rolling breath is a good yeah, one. Yeah, it's a good one. Five, four, three, two, one. You want me to talk about it? Let's save that one. Okay. Because that one we can do with the mindfulness. Yeah, so mindfulness. Mm -hmm. Five, four, three, two, one, mindfulness. Um, stop and be. Mindfulness. Yeah, that's another <laughs> one. Pray. Of course. Love you know. it. Which is also DBT related because she was a very faith-based practitioner. Was which she? I love. Okay. Yes. I think that's so cool. Yes. Uh, positive affirmations. You do that often. Oh, yes. Um, extremely important. You know, yes. telling yourself, I am strong. I Thomas am. told me the best one. And what? I got chills. Do you remember what he said to me? Because he knew that I was insecure. I mean, shocker. Yeah. Um, he said, every human should wake up the same way. Not, I like myself but I love myself. Yes. So you look in the mirror and you say, I love myself. And right. I say it to myself when I wake up and when I do my hair now and it does make a big yeah, difference. I do. I yeah. tell myself every day. I, tell I love myself. myself. No, I love you, Terry. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, I love you, Terry. You're the ball girl. You, I love you, I give myself a little wink in the mirror. She's rock girlfriend. Oh my God. <laughs> She's not kidding either, which is so fucking <laughs> Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> Oh, release expectations. That's yes. a huge one. And that's a big radical acceptance thing, too. Yes. Just releasing anything that you can control, judgments. I know. I know. Oh, is it bothering you? It is. It's, it's Why a is lot it of, bothering you? Because you're going to hear that a lot on here. Are Have you? you heard my phone going ding twice? Well, I'm going to talk that's about the bracelet so you know what you're hearing, and then I'll be careful next time. Okay. <laughs> no, I love the bracelet. It's really cool. <laughs> I move my hands when I talk, so sometimes it hits up it against stuff. It just keeps clicking on the desk. All right. We'll talk about it before I go on to my next thing. Go ahead and finish, and then I'll go into All right, it. grounding, which is part mindfulness. of mindfulness. Yep. Okay, and we'll talk about that. Uh, journaling. Oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> Sorry. 
Okay, I'm done. I'm done. Journaling. <laughs> I swear I'm oppositional. I really do. I, I think no. <laughs> Holy She's God. like, don't I am like, like, I'm like her mother. <laughs> I swear to God, I give her the look. Like, Lauren, <laughs> does it ever work? No. Okay, then no, that's it makes subtle. it worse. And then you do that with your bracelets. <laughs> <laughs> you can't punish me. <laughs> All right, journaling. Yes. Yes. That's self-explanatory. Oh, I thought you wanted to talk about it. No, I mean, I journal. Right. <laughs> what um, else do you want me to say? Body sensation focuses. So there is a body memory to trauma. Um, and we'll kind of get into that more when we talk about trauma because that's such a big thing. And I actually have this great... We are kind of coming up on We have this great um, YouTube video that I got from someone at work who kind of it explains trauma statistics so we will talk about that in our trauma segment and so when we do that we'll get into that component as well of what was it yeah it was body sensations, body sensations. yeah so what i do with that is if i have a body sensation or body memory yes. come up i now instead of trying to run away from it mm -hmm. i focus on it yep. and the cool some of the coolest things i've learned is one and we're going to use this as a tagline be gentle with yourself yeah so I'm very gentle with myself because I realize um, this is this is something that was very powerful and it had an impact yes. on me. And then um, it's really important not to judge yourself yes. because judgments create anxiety. Judgments from yourself, judgments from others, perceived judgments that might not even be there. So it's all about being present, letting go of your worries and your judgments and your labels, being neutral yes. and just enjoying life authentically. Which was what I that that ties in perfectly with the other thing that I was going to say was. Just notice yeah, just without notice. judgment. And, when, and it's okay to feel yes. sad and it's okay to feel angry and it's okay yes. to feel... Just notice those emotions that are that are surfacing. They're there for a reason. Yeah. It's our body telling us something. Yeah. It's just a mindfulness skill of like observing, describing, and participating. And if you're describing or noticing, right. we do this skill of like, you know, describing with no judgment, being very, very neutral. So saying something is pretty, something is ugly, something is old, something is young. It's all labels. Because something old to you is young to me. Although, unless you're Terry, you're just really old. And I'm not <laughs> kidding. <laughs> um, so what we do, or what I do with my clients, is I kind of use the metaphor of, you know, picture an alien coming down in between you. Someone who's foreign to our land, who doesn't really know anything in our world, including our names and our titles. Describe what you're seeing to them around you with very neutral descriptors. Okay. And kind of breaking it down that well, way. Well, and you told me the coolest thing... Was it you that was talking about describing? Um, no, who was telling me that? I forget. I might well, my menopause wrong. I don't know. Say it. Of describing <laughs> a um, like a cloud to someone who's blind. I thought it was me, but maybe not. Maybe it was. It was it you that told me to watch a movie and now I can't remember? I'm drawing a blank. Anyway, and so put a cotton ball in their hands and it was from a movie that they had watched, um, The Mask. Oh, it was my sister. Oh. Thanks, Katie. <laughs> my sister was telling me that today and saying, um, yeah, so how would you describe that yeah. to yeah. someone who couldn't see it? Cool. Right. Cool. So, all right. Um, what else do I have? Utilizing a support system. Put a support system in place. Yeah. Very, very important. Share your story. So we have, about. yes. Oh, my gosh. Um, hold on. Pause for a second because I have something I want to put in there. I've been going back and forth on my phone here to find stuff to say as I need. Oh, my God. It's looking cell phone. Oh, my God. I'm going to continue on. No, I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. Okay. Hold on. Pause, please. Okay. Hold on. I'll sing a song. I'll find something <laughs> while she's finding whatever I've got it. I've got it. I've got okay. it. Okay. Being 
present at the table. (laughs) This is one of the TEDx talks as well. He was a professor at UC Berkeley on leadership and connection. I'm blanking on his name again, so I apologize. We'll we'll put him in our comment section, or Terry can find it, actually. But um, he talked about how our personal stories create leadership, create moments of human connection. And we all have these stories, big or small. It's all about just being present at the table, being mindful and being vulnerable. When we're vulnerable, we're limited, and our own light is shining. When we let our own light shine, we let others do the same. And with that, we talk about how love is the medicine we need for that human connection and that condition. All we need are little acts of leadership and love and sharing our story with other people. I loved his. He was yes. one of my favorites. Yes. Dr. Mark Rittenberg. That is him. So, Dr. Mark Rittenberg, you the boss? Yeah. That was awesome. <laughs> I, was gonna say, I didn't think I was going to like you. I want to be straight up, dude. But I really liked your segment. I, I did. It was hands down one of my most favorite. Especially yes. when you said you met an older woman who oh. was extremely lonely. And you took her out to dinner. And they talked. and to all the coffee she shop. Said, to the coffee shop. And all she said was... I'm so glad to meet someone who's lonely too. And, yeah. and you responded with, oh, my dear, we're all lonely. Right. And amen to that. It's such a big world out there. It's hard to sometimes feel connected. Yes. Yeah, so welcome was... to the connected space. That's right. <laughs> you are connected to us. You're connected to us. So. All right. So share story. That Son of cool. a bitch, I just lost what I p- pulled Meditate. <laughs> oh, well, you were done, weren't you? No, there was something else. God damn it. All right. While she's looking for that, I'm going, did you GD it? I did. Oh. Oh, Lord, please forgive me for it. Oh, look what word's next. Please forgive forgive me. (laughs) Forgive. That is huge, 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 huge. For me, it was anyway. In learning to forgive those who uh, violated me and hurt me, I I, I freed myself. So finding forgiveness is, I think, huge. Yeah. Because you will free yourself. You will take your power back. And taking your power back, um, do not do not give them that power. Um, I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm sorry, the way you said that. Do not give them that power. If you could have seen the way she said it, it was like. It's serious. She's like, just girlfriend. Don't you dare fucking do it. I said, hell no, girlfriend. Don't give them that power. Don't you do it, boo-boo. <laughs> was that offensive? Probably. <laughs> Everything I do is fucking offensive. It's okay. That's why we love you. I'm sorry, guys. I love everyone. All I know. And sizes. I know. That's why we love you. <laughs> your no filter, your lack of filter is what Listen, I love best. I have a filter like eight hours. You have no eight, filter. Eight, nine hours of the fucking day I have a filter. It has to come off at some point. All right. Set it free, girl. Set it free. Look, like a freak fly, fly, honey. <laughs> Are we done with this card yet? Create your safe space. All right. Gosh, she's annoying. (laughs) What is a safe space? You talked about that. Not here. (laughs) Apparently She trapped me in a fucking room with her. And you wonder why I'm acting crazy. (laughs) Create a safe space. A safe place. Yes. Is... Anywhere that you can be yourself, that you can be vulnerable in and live authentically without judgment, perceived judgment, or labels. All right. See, I can turn it off pretty fast. See, mine's easily. different. Because mine is, if I am feeling a tremendous anxiety, that it's an, it's an imaginary place. So I go to this space. Oh, a visualization. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And so it's filled with my favorite things. And I can tell you what's hanging on the walls, what the books that are on the bookshelf, what's out the window. It's my space. 
All right. Lovely. Exercise. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> she hates me right now. <laughs> Exercise. I'm just ignoring you. She is. I don't like this. This is what I tell Nature. my parents to do. She's talking over me, this little shit. This is what I tell my parents to do. Oh. Just ignore the tantrum and it'll get Be worse. Creative. I've got to get worse until you pay attention to me. <laughs> I love. I love you. I love you too. <laughs> okay. That was beautiful, Terry. Thank you for sharing. All right. Okay. So next on your we're going well. We're almost done. So I wanted to talk about this annoying bracelet that Terry keeps commenting on. It's amazing. Oh I will post a link on our Facebook page. We do not promote um, or kind of support businesses, but I really do love this bracelet. And if you're spiritual, it has so much meaning. So it is a Buddhist bracelet that is made in Tibet. I want to say it has um, white freshwater pearls brass and something else on it but they carve into it each hand by hand and hand strung by tibetans and then they send it to the monks in india to be blessed and this is the coolest part and you're asking is this fucking legit i'm a girl at home home people it is it is legit because when i called on the status of it it was held up in customs in india so it's pretty cool and i had to wait an extra week um so they bless it and it's blessed with good fortune healing powers and protection and it's supposed to have excellent and strong healing properties for the wearer. Mm -hmm. Now, this bracelet is said to hold all the teachings of Buddha. So if you believe in that, it's pretty cool. And the manuscript on each bead is Om Mani Padme Hum. <laughs> and that is a sacred Tibetan mantra said to hold all of the Buddha's teachings. And that basically subscribes to, to understand is to know enlightenment. Turn within for deeper guidance and fulfillment. Very cool. Which is basically kind of tying nicely into everything we, we right. just said. Which in, And so. that's going to lead us right into what we're going to finish with, which is our favorite books and authors. And yes. My favorite God, this is really is, off topic. <laughs> no, this is good. It's perfect because it's Dr. Wayne Dyer is my fave. And um, I've listened to some of his meditations. But I, what I love about Dr. Dyer is he embraces... Um, uh, Christianity and Buddhism and you know Zen I mean he talks about so many different philosophers and so many different approaches and so many different um, yeah just philosophies on um, how to and you got me trying to log into my phone I can't do two things at the same oh, time Jesus my favorite book is or our, our author is Brene Brown um, if you don't know her, look her up. She's a researcher. <laughs> My bracelet, I'm sorry. Um, she is a researcher of pain, shame, and resilience, the, the tough emotions we try to avoid. Um, one of her favorite books is The Gifts of Imperfection. I started reading it for myself just to see what it was like. It was on the Oprah best reader list. So if you love Oprah, then it's Oprah approved. Um, <laughs> and I started giving it out to my clients to read, especially if you struggle with imperfection or um, perfectionism. This, what they said that I love in this book is perfectionism is a shield for shame. And I 100% agree with that. It is, you are trying to master things that you can control in your life to cover the things you have shame about that you can't control. And it's how to let go of those tendencies of being imperfect. Right. So I love her philosophy. I, Lauren recommended the book and yes. I read it and I love her, the whole wholehearted living. Yes. Um, because as I read, I thought, oh my gosh, I do so many of these things. And it just made me feel really proud that I do yeah. do a lot of this wholehearted living. So so yeah, I really cool. wanted, with that being said, you know, I kind of want to challenge our listeners for the next 
couple weeks when we're in between podcasts is really notice your feelings and your thoughts. Observe them and allow them to be present and part of your life without judging them and without judging yourself because you're human and you're going to have experiences, right. positive or negative. Right. So just judge them. Write into how that went. Comment on this podcast if you're able to do it. It might not be easy at first, but it does get easier as right. you try. Right. Um, Even and, if you're journaling and you just yeah. you just jot it down. Right. Just journal it down because we're all about improving ourselves on this podcast. You can right. be the best you and still need to improve. And right. that's a huge DBT tenant right there. And we, we do it all the time. So. All right. All right. Well, it was great seeing you guys or <laughs> chatting with you guys. And Lauren said she saw you. <laughs> I saw all of you. It was inside my head. Give me a crisis appointment. <laughs> so be well. I, excuse me. Excuse me, friend. I'm not done yet. Oh, we're going to run out of time. <laughs> okay. So email us at thehealingplacepodcast at gmail.com and look for us on Facebook, the Healing Place Podcast Facebook page. Have a great night, and we'll see you in a few weeks. Be well. And, and be gentle with yourself. Bye, guys.